Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on chumbacasino.com. I looked over the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at chumbacasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's chumbacasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. DTW, Revoid, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Blog Talk Radio. Hello, boxing fans. Welcome to another episode of World Championship Boxing. And today we are talking about our 2020 World Championship Boxing Awards. And I'm joined once again by one silver. Are you there, sir? Good morning, Logan. Good morning, fight fans. As we talk about a year which for about three months was suspended, the boxing, the boxing year was suspended from the middle of March to the first week of June, but since since uh, the first week of June, a lot of great boxing. Uh, this this past fall, since September, very similar to last year in terms of incredible action, incredible fights, incredible performances, and we'll be reviewing our our annual awards today on what has been this really an excellent nine months of boxing as those three months were erased because of the pandemic. Yeah, it turned out to be a pretty good year. Um, you know, when you compare it to a lot of other years, it's it's probably up there, you know. I mean, some really good stuff. So we got to see uh, some good fights. So let's talk about uh, what, where do you want to start? Let's start with the very top. The very, oh, well, we always do this. We go straight to the juggler, the fighter of the year, and this was a no-brainer. Um, Teofimo Lopez. Uh, he came in, an underdog to the consensus pound for pound best fighter in the world in the world, Vasily Lomachenko. He went in there and he had the perfect game plan. Did not stop using his jab. Won the first seven rounds. Uh, he got tired because he threw more punches than Lomachenko, who didn't throw any punches for the first seven rounds. And Lomachenko, out of desperation, dominated rounds 8 through 11. And then in the 12th round, Lopez, knowing that he had to close the show because he wasn't sure of the scorecards, he's fighting a very popular champion, a guy, a guy that, that, that the boxing world loves, and he rocked and almost knocks out. Lomachenko in the 12th round secure a unanimous decision and earn this year's Fighter of the Year Award for World Championship Boxing. And Teofimo Lopez, 23 years old, the man has an incredible future. Like I've said several times on this podcast, he reminds me of a young Hector Camacho with the speed and the charisma, the flamboyance. Huge difference, Logan. He don't. He doesn't fuck around with his with his uh with his personal life. It's all. It's about him, his parents, his wife, and his child. That's it. He 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 doesn't do the club scene or hang out with a million dudes like Camacho did. So he should have a very, very, very bright and tremendous future as one of top ranks, top cash cows. Teofimo Lopez, fighter of the year. 
Now, what do you think about people who say, hey, you know, he fought basically a guy that shouldn't have been in his weight. You know, he was much bigger than us. And fuck that bullshit. <laughs> That's all bullshit. And fuck Vasily Lomachenko, who in any other year would have been the pussy of the year. Came out in an interview last week. No, what do you say? Oh, this will really change your perspective, Logan. Fuck this motherfucker. And fuck the so-called boxing experts out there. This is what Lomachenko said. Oh, the, the, the judges were bribed. I won that fight. The judges what? were bribed. What? Yes, he claimed the judges were bribed. Wow, that's even worse than Bert. Deontay Wilder. Hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. After he lost, he claimed that he ruptured, that he dislocated his shoulder during training camp, and that he didn't want to call the fight off because boxing fans were starving for a real fight. And now, last week with this bullshit about the judges were being bribed, oh, my God. You know what? Sounds like Donald Trump. (laughs) Go go retire retire your ass, all right? Because you had never beaten Lopez. And if the proposed fight between him and Shakur Stevenson happens, Stevenson's going to embarrass your ass, all right? Fuck you, Vasily Lomachenko, the runner-up to this year's Pussy of the Year award. And as far as uh, his own weight class, yeah, he'll, let him go back down to 130 and fight another top-ranked fighter, Shakur Stevenson. Shakur, with his incredible defense, will make Lomachenko, will, will beat Lomachenko worse than Lopez. So, fuck you, Vasily. And on to the fight of the year. And there were a lot of good fights this year. Uh, not as many as last year because you were minus the three months, but there were some tremendous fights this year. The Carlos Quadras versus one Francisco Estrada fight at the zone a couple of months ago was an incredible war. Incredible war. Won by Estrada late. But the best fight of the year is one of the five best fights of this century, of the 21st century. And that was the October 3rd, 2020 fight between Jose Cepeda and Ivan Baranchik. In a fight where no less than eight knockdowns occurred, and ended fight. with one of the great knockouts of the year, but not the knockout of the year. And this was a year of great knockouts. Uh, the fifth round, and this will segue into the into the next award, was the round of the year. Uh, Logan, talk about the fight. Talk about that round, and talk about that incredible knockout that almost broke Baranchik's leg. <laughs> Baron Chick is like a, you know, an attack fighter. He just goes yeah. in there like a bull. And uh, he had Zepeda was basically the matador in this because he was right. just right. like stepping aside. I mean, he got hit a couple of times really flush, but he showed his chin in that fight, uh, getting knocked down, you know, in the first round and then a bunch of other times. And he just like got his composure and kept, you know, just – kept to his strategy and the better boxer won the fight. I mean, that was really the story of that fight. What happened? Yes. The better boxer did win because Baracek, every time he knocked down Cepeda, he said, fuck defense. I'm going, I'm going for the kill. And his chin is up in the air. And Cepeda would always catch him with, with beautiful left crosses and right hooks, dropping him. And the final punch in the fifth round, on the fifth round, because a right hand 
uh, bounces him off the ropes, and the referee wisely calls it a knockdown because the ropes held him up. And then Baracek, like he did with the previous knockdowns, went all out and with his chin up in the air, ran into a spectacular left cross, and he went, you know the term bent over backwards? He bent over backwards and almost broke his left leg while being unconscious and counted out. And you, it wasn't the knockout of the year because, and we'll go into that next, it, there were a lot of great knockouts this year. Um, I guess the pandemic made a lot of guys chin just not as good and uh, people taking out their frustrations. But the knockout of the year, before we get to that one, this was one of the contenders as well as the uppercut that Povetkin hit Dillian White with uh, they're still counting on that knockout. <laughs> now, before you move on to the yeah. knockout of the year, let's talk about some honorable mentions for fight of the year. You'd mentioned one of them. Well, I mentioned one. Yeah, Quadras versus Estrada. Uh, Dillian White versus Alexander Povetkin before Povetkin. In the fourth round, Povetkin went down twice. And then in the fifth round, he landed uppercut from hell, and they're still counting on Dillian White. That's also a runner-up for a knockout of the year. The Javante Davis-Leo Santa Cruz fight was a war for five rounds before we talked about the year. knockout of the year. Javante, there was another uppercut. It was, it was, the, 2020 was the year of the uppercut as he almost killed Santa Cruz with the, the knockout with that uppercut that, oh, my God, he was out before he hit the canvas. The referee didn't have to bother County. He was out. <laughs> oh, my God. So those, hand in hand, those fights were honorable mentions for fight of the year and honorable what about mentions the, for knockout Verde- of the year. Verdejo versus Nakatani. Oh, that, was a, that, was, that, was, that would have been a fight of the year in any year that didn't have the Cepeda Baranchik fight. And that fight ended Verdejo's career. Verdejo is done. He's just an opponent now. Uh, Knowing, knowing Bob Arum, and instead of having Lomacheco fight Shakur Stevenson, he'll probably, he'll probably have Lomacheco fight Verdejo, as that'll be a, 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 a make good win on his record. Man, get the fuck out of here. Verdejo's done. No chin. He was mopping the floor with this guy for the first seven rounds before getting knocked out in the ninth round. Great ending to a great fight. Yes, that definitely was a contender for fight of the year and knockout of the year. Because he was toast when he went down. Yes, uh, the Videjo fight was tremendous. Nakatani. Nakatani put him to sleep. And, and so, Dick, so, so far we've got fight of the, fighter of the year, Teofimo Lopez. Fight of the year, Cepeda Baranchik. Knockout of the year, Cepeda Okay, Baranchik. before you go there, before and, you go to the next one, I mean, before you go, yeah. before you go, let's talk about runner-ups to fighter of the year. Oh, yes. Well, Tyson Fury, who probably, no, not probably, definitely had the greatest performance of the year with his seventh round uh, total domination and beatdown of Deontay Wilder. Errol Spence, who is our, another great segue, who is our comeback fighter of the year? He is a runner-up for fighter of the year with his incredible virtuoso performance over Danny Garcia 
14 months after a near-fatal car crash in which he was ejected from his car and fell face-first onto the concrete floor. In a ma- and if you look at the car, it was a Magnum TA-type car crash. And 14 months later, not only is he alive, he looked better than before he got the accident. Unreal comeback fight of the year and one of the runner-ups for fighter of the year in Errol Spence. And the Charlo brothers both had incredible 2020. And any other year, they could have easily laid claim to this, to, to this award. And Anoe, right? No, Anoe only fought one time this year. And Malone, while he was incredible in that one time, too many other fighters had Canelo too. Canelo and, and Inoue claim as the top two fighters in the world with virtuoso performances, but they didn't beat the same type of opposition that the guys we just mentioned did, especially Teofimo Lopez, who beat up the quote unquote best fighter in the world. Cool, man. All right, so let's go down to. Uh, so we so we did knockout of the years. Javante Davis over. Leo Santa Cruz, comeback fighter you, I just mentioned, Errol Spence, in his virtuoso performance against Danny Garcia, in the greatest performance of his career, 14 months after almost dying in a near-fatal car crash. Yeah, he looked great. Um, and, and he looks like he's... I mean, I, I, I favor him over Crawford. What do you think? I think you mentioned that. I favor him over Crawford because Errol Spence, 5'10", 5'11". Terrence Crawford's 5'8". The size, when you equate, skill-wise, they're both on the same level. Spence is a much stronger fighter, and I think it's going to be his strength and power gets him to a 12-round decision. And the likelihood of that fight this this coming year? Zero. (laughs) That's what I thought. Zero. Matter of fact, negative 20%. Wow. That's a shame for boxing. Um, and what are the runner-ups to the comeback fighter of the year? I mean, it's, it's not even, I, I can't even think of one that comes close to what Errol Spence did. Oh, uh, damn, I'm trying to think. I mean, usually when, would, you, usually when you do comeback fighter, it's like somebody who has had, like, you know, a lackluster – part portion of their career and then they come back and get some good yes, wins. Yes. But in this yes, case, well, it was somebody who had a car crash. So is there anybody in yes. that, in that category that, you know, maybe was lost a few fights and then came back? Question. Because after Spence did what he did, I was like, Shit, that award is his, but you, you're right. Traditionally, the comeback fight of the year is a guy like a Roberto Duran who would have lost two or three fights that came back and knocked out Davey Moore or the year he beat Iran Barkley. You know, you right. you have oh, Miguel Cotto when he came back. Those type fighters that – oh, Manny Pacquiao. Manny Pacquiao, with those yeah. type Because well, he, won, he won the award last year because, you know, he was forgotten about. He looked done, and then he comes back and has two strong wins over Keith Thurman and Adrian the Bitch Broner. So, uh, nope, I – you know what? I, I can't – I can't think of one. Um, if the listeners out there could think of one, you know, shout, uh, uh, send us a tweet to to a boxing podcast or Robert Silver five seven six eight on Twitter, and let us know what you think 
as far as somebody on that same level as a Durant or Pacquiao. I I can't I can't think of one. I can't think of one off the top of my head. Okay, so let's go to upset of the year, which uh, you know I I always that, thought it was the one against Lopez. I mean Teofimo Lopez against that um, was Lomachenko. that was the leading that was the leading contender until last week in the super middleweight division. Carlos Gagora, who was a huge underdog, he was something like an eighteen or twenty to one underdog against uh, Ali Akhmadov, who is this overrated European fighter who has beaten a bunch of Uber drivers. All right, and Gagora is an unknown fighter from Ecuador. I never heard of him. And they brought him in as an opponent, and he wore Akhmadov down, and while behind on all three scorecards, knocked Gongora out in the 12th round, gave him a brutal beating in that 12th round. Akhmadov was exposed for a guy that has no stamina, who could beat the, the mid-level top type fighters, but will never beat elite fighters. He should go uh, raise a farm out in Eastern Europe because he's never doing shit in boxing again. He was a he was a pretty good prospect. I mean, they should have weighed they should have protected him a little longer. He well, probably would have got him. They were protecting him. They thought they were protecting him. They put him in with this guy. If you look at Gagora's record, Gagora didn't beat anybody. And then they took a they took a look at this guy with with uh, premature balls like he has no hair in the middle of his head and figured, oh man, this guy's the cab driver we're looking for. <laughs> he looked like he looked like Damon Wayans. A little bit. Yeah. <laughs> With no, yes. Except at least David shaved off his whole head. This dude has the, the patches on the side. <laughs> 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 so, you know, looks on the semen fight fans. And they're like, yeah. And Gagora, even though he was behind, fought a very good fight, took Akhmadov into deep waters, put him to sleep, and now he could be developed. And he showed a lot more than Akhmadov, who, after four or five rounds, was sucking air. And the scorecards were horrible. How all three judges had him winning going into the 12th round, I don't see it. Yeah. Um, and um, it, was a, it, was a, um, it was a fun but fight also. Definitely Lopez uh, over Lomachenko. If, if there's publications coming out picking that, I can't argue with that. But that was a much closer fight, if you look at the odds, compared to this one. And Povetkin's knocking of Dillian White. Dillian White was a huge favorite over Povetkin. And Povetkin put him to sleep. So uh, those were your, your runner-ups for uh, upset of the year. Okay, so we can go to the event of the year, obviously. And uh, that was the rematch between Tyson Fury and Deontay Wilder. That fight had the most hype of this year, and it happened right before the pandemic hit. And so that was the event of the year. The coming out party, as Tyson Fury regains the Ring Magazine World Heavyweight Championship that was stripped of him a few years ago when he was going through his... He was favored to lose that, right? Yeah. I think Deontay was a slight favorite. I agree with you. Yeah. Yes, but but uh, it was um, it was a virtuoso performance by by Mister. It was the uh, best. Fury. It was the best. Hey, it was such a great 
performance that we did his greatest performance since the next day. That yeah. was the best performance of his career and the best performance of this year by a landslide. And it makes him the top heavyweight for sure. Like, I think he, he beats Anthony Joshua. Well, if point. that fight gets made, now if they claim they have a two-fight agreement, we'll see if that fight happens this year because they want to – you don't want to waste that fight in front of uh, 20 people in, in, in a fucking gym. You want yeah. you want you want this thing to end so you could put it at Wembley Stadium in front of it's best to hold that off. Um and is there any talk of a rematch a, a rubber fight with Wilder? There, there there's a contract for it and Fury has stated he's moved on. Wilder's taking it to court. He wants that third fight. So that's one of the things that could be holding up this Tyson Fury Anthony Joshua fight. They might have to pay Wilder money to step aside, to fight the winner, we'll see. We'll see. And uh, also, they're going to pay. They we're going to pay Usyk to step aside for Joshua. That, yeah. Right? So there's a lot. There's a, there's negotiations ongoing to pay these guys. On what? They shouldn't even be negotiations. If I was Joshua, throw the fucking belts in the garbage, and fight uh, uh, Fury. Fuck the alphabet groups. I don't want to hear. Oh, oh, he's got a. Fuck the WBO, WBC, ABC, CBS, IBF, XYZ. Fuck those groups. The best fight the best. Let's get away from the alphabet groups, please. I agree. I mean, just let's have the Ring Magazine just be the title. Yeah, that's it. End the story. Put these bums out of business. You don't need these organizations. Fight fans, you've been brainwashed. These organizations mean shit. They don't mean nothing. You got the WBC and WBA have three champions per division. Get the hell out of here. That's terrible. What a travesty. How do they even justify that? They don't. They, 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 that's justifying their pockets because if you're an interim champion, a gold champion, a, 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 a legacy champion, an icon champion, they can, they just make shit up. A super champion, oh my god! A regular champion, you all pay the same sanctioning fees. Uh uh-uh, uh uh-uh. If I was these guys, I said I'm keeping the money in my pocket. Uh, fuck that! I'm a beat homeboy, and I'm gonna go fight the next the next one. Fuck you. So this that fight kind of spawned our uh, probably a runner up for Pussy of the Year with all the excuses oh, that Wilder gave. No. The, and he's definitely a runner-up. Uh, Vasil Lomachenko's a runner-up. And Mauricio Suleiman is a runner-up. Because not only is the WBC with these uh, all these different titles, they made a whole new weight class that we don't fucking need. You heard about this, Logan? You tell me about it. The Bridger weight, which is between 200 and 224 pounds. Really? <laughs> yeah, they're having their first uh, world title. Uh, they're having their first title fight, I think, for the silver title, WBC silver title, in March. This is a this is this is an atrocity, atrocity. These are the fucking uh, sanctioned bodies that we that boxing fans uh, salivate. Oh, he's fighting for the WBC title, man! Fuck that. Somebody on Twitter, on Twitter tweeted me the other day, oh, 
He's got to be the man because he holds the illustrious WBC title. I blocked that bitch ass motherfucker. Get the fuck out. <laughs> oh man. And another so, runner up for pussy. Another runner up for pussy of the year is ESPN writer Dan Raphael. A few months ago, he went on Max Kellerman's Max on Boxing Show and told the world he wasn't voting for James Tony on his Hall of Fame ballot because Tony was a steroid abuse, uh, abuser. Yeah, but Dan Raphael, you voted for Evander Holyfield and Shane Mosley, who were the two biggest steroid abusers in the history of boxing. Now, all of a sudden, you want to, because you don't like James Tony, you're going to use this and other, and other sheep boxing writers follow his lead and use that, and Tony was not voted in the Hall of Fame a few weeks ago. So fuck you, Dan Raphael, you fat 450-pound lard ass. Get the fuck out of here. And that was later in his career. I mean, I think for most of his career. Yeah, that's what years after he had already been, uh, had already, had already uh, put his. Uh, and it wasn't, and it wasn't to gain bulk. He got he uh, he was stripped of the WBA title after beating John Ruiz uh, because he used it, and he shouldn't have because he had an injured shoulder doing training camp. Because if you look at him coming into the ring, he was a fat fucking slob that night. There wasn't an ounce of muscle on him unless uh, a bloated stomach, unless the Buster Douglas gut you get from using steroids. He had a, he, he had saggy titties and a big ass gut and still kicked John Ruiz's ass. Um, <laughs> yeah, I mean, it's amazing that he actually was a heavyweight. I mean, he really didn't belong there. Um, well, and he was five. He was five ten, two thirty, and all two hundred thirty pounds fat. Not an ounce of muscle on that body. <laughs> <laughs> oh man! So, is there any anything uh, with uh, plans for Ruiz to fight anyone? Andy Ruiz. Yeah, uh, I believe he signed with. He, did he sign with? Did he sign with? P- I think he signed with PBC. I think he's with PBC. So uh, they got a bunch of heavyweights they could. Th- I would love to see him fight Joe Joyce, who is a fighter we need to look at next year. And he had a tremendous victory over Daniel Dubois, almost blinded Dubois with that left jab. I would like to see him fight uh, Joe Joyce. Uh, he'll never be heavyweight champion of the world again because uh, his ass loves the the, the buffet the buffet table too much. Uh, oh, Network of the Year. Network of the Year, we haven't mentioned that. ESPN, because even though I, I hate Bob Arum, he doesn't, has never promoted black fighters appropriately. He's got Shakur Stevenson right now, keeping my fingers crossed, hoping he doesn't drop the ball with him. He's dropped the ball with Terrence Crawford. He dropped the ball with Floyd Mayweather. He dropped the ball with Roy Jones Jr. And they all left him. Well, Crawford hasn't left him yet. But those other guys left him and became bigger stars without his dumb ass. Uh, so we'll see. Uh, but that being said, ESPN had a tremendous year post-pandemic or in the bubble with the Cepeda Barachik fight of the year, Teofimo Lopez's great fight of the year victory over, uh, the, uh, over the great Vasily Lomachenko. So, Network of the Year is ESPN, and finally, and the, and we the get runner, to our 
No, but the what? runner-up for Network of the Year is, is the Zone, which is far distant second, right? I mean, it's a very, 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 very distant second. Very distant. Even though yeah. they did have the they did have the Quadrus Estrada fight, and they had the Povetkin White fight, but they also had some horrible mismatches featuring Danny Jacobs. Uh, there, there, there were so many bad uh, Devin Haney. They put on one bad card up, just like PBC on Fox, which is an atrocity. You have a, you have a Fox Network deal on Saturday nights monthly, and you put on garbage like they put on last night. Last night's card was straight trash, straight trash. Jobber matches, one after another. So now we get to our last award, my favorite award, the Pussy of the Year. We named the the runner-ups, Mauricio Salomon, Deontay Wilder, Vasily Lomachenko, Dan Raphael. All of those guys would have been a winner in any other year. But this show, Logan and myself, we are anti-putting your hands on a woman, especially if you're a fucking boxer. Boxing has historically been horrible. Boxers with crimes against women, whether it's Carlos Monzon, Randy Turpin, Arturo Gatti, Sergey Kovalev. This Hello? year, Javante Davis. Javante Davis went into a, I believe it was a charity event. Might have been a charity basketball game. I don't know what the fuck this dude was smoking, but he ran in there grabbed his girlfriend, his baby mama, by the throat and yanked her out of this this auditorium while his bodyguards and a bunch of men that were there stood by and did nothing. When he got outside, a dude called the cops on him, and the cops came and arrested him, and he looked like he wanted to fight the whole police force. Fuck you, Javante Davis. You are a talented fighter. Is he facing any? Is he facing charges? Uh, he was, he was, he, he, he was arrested for that, but I don't know if uh, Floyd's money made it go away. I haven't heard of any any pending trial dates or anything. But man, fuck this dude. Maybe she didn't press charges. Oh my God, but you could you could still go on without without the without the woman pressing charges. There are a lot there there you you, you the courts can still charge you for a crime. If the woman doesn't press charges, okay. And, there, I thought and they there's video to. evidence. And there's video evidence. I mean, he grabbed her. And you're when asked about this, oh, y'all motherfuckers don't know the whole story. Motherfucker, well, I don't care what she did to you. Oh, it doesn't you matter. You went in there. You went in there with intent to hurt this woman. He yoked her up and, 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 and grabbed her and against her will and yanked her out of there, embarrassing her in front of all these people and. What, what, it, it was went viral. Why, why was he so pissed at her? He, no, he he said you don't understand without going into detail. I don't know. Maybe she fucked his boy or some shit. I don't know. <laughs> she, she, and you know what? Fuck you, Javante Davis. I know. I mean, it, it's it's usually again. Usually we do pussy of the year. Something somebody does in boxing. In this case, 
this was outside the ring, but it was still, you know, when you're a boxer, you got to, you shouldn't be punching anyone, especially a woman. Uh, you should not, not be putting your hands on in the any ring. woman. And historically, that has been the worst crime that boxes. And I forgot to mention Mike Tyson. There's been a lot of fighters. Including Floyd. Uh, Joe, uh, Floyd Mayweather, Joe Lewis. Joe Lewis used to beat his wife. Did you have, uh, historically, it has been horrendous. Horrendous. And I hate it because you have, you, your, your hands are classified as lethal weapons. All right? You hit a man, you could kill him. Imagine the damage yeah. you do to a woman. The you know who never did that? Me, who never did that was George Foreman, Holyfield, Muhammad Ali. You no, know. No, no, Alexis Arguello, none of these guys. No. But they, they, they're built from a different fabric. Oh, and uh, Sugar Ray Leonard beat his wife, too. Man, he seemed like such a nice guy, too, man. I can't believe that. Yeah, but you know, Coke's a hell of a drug. I guess so. But I don't think Oscar De La Hoya did that, but maybe he just did it but to his he boyfriend. Did, uh, Sugar Ray, in his biography, his autobiography, did admit to uh, hitting Juanita. And, I mean, he was very, he was brutally honest in that fucking biography. That's good, man. And uh, and it's weird because people don't usually associate... And, and, and Durant has never laid a hand on his wife in the 50 years they've been married. Maybe together. <laughs> yeah, he, and he did a ton of coke. He, so, he did a mountain. He did a mountain. <laughs> I mean, he like Scarface level, and uh, and it's funny because he's known as more of a he's thought of as more of a right, fuck up than Sugar Ray. He's considered the animal back then, and Sugar Ray Leonard was considered oh uh, the next door neighbor. Oh the <laughs> yeah, the black guy you want to live next to. Yeah. <laughs> wow. Uh, uh, Duran was labeled a Panamanian animal. Yeah. Yeah, a savage. And he was savage. much more yeah. like composed in his real life. Now, you've never, heard of, like, anything, you've never heard of anything physical when it came to his wife. And uh, she's been with that motherfucker for years. <laughs> no, but what about in terms of him getting in fights with other people outside the room? I, I I I've never heard of, of Duran. Inside the ring, he was an animal. Outside the ring, look, I met this man when I was 11 years old, and he had a 15-minute conversation with my father, and he could have been an asshole and kissed, cursed my father out in Spanish and walked away. No, he took a picture with me and my youngest sister, and we and he spoke to my father, and his eyes lit up because my father was talking about, you know, uh, uh, Hispanic boxes and his love for him, and he, he was in his element. Right then I knew that's a good dude And he loved children Anybody loves children, loves women Ain't gonna do that shit Yeah, this is probably the only time We're gonna have the knockout of the year And the pussy of the year Share the same award I'd say first. <laughs> Yeah <laughs> And I mean it's worth saying Javante Davis is going places Like he's he's a top prospect I, so. want, I want to see him And Shakur Stevenson in a fight badly, it won't happen because one's a PBC fighter, the other's a top-ranked fighter. Because I want to see that because Javante will be a threat, but Shakur will fucking beat the shit out of Javante Davis. And um, Shakur, he, for years ago, he ran into an incident that almost ruined his career where 
his uh, friends were, were 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 fighting, and he got involved and beat the shit out of some dude that didn't, you know, it had nothing to do with Shakur, but he stepped in and beat the shit out of the dude, and it was caught on tape. You guys can check it out. And Andre Ward and Jay Prince uh, made a deal with authority. He got probation. He should have gotten charged with with attempted attempted murder. He beat the shit out of this dude. He's a boxer against a regular dude in the street, and the fight wasn't even with him. The fight was with his boy, and he jumped in for his boy, and that was very, very, very bad on Shakur's part. So bad that Jay Prince got him out of that environment, and Shakur's living in Houston, Texas. They're his manager now. It's good for them, man, because, yeah, he's a – he could I, he could easily be our fighter of the year next year if he has a few. It depends on who they it depends on who they match him up with. Uh, remember, I do not have the greatest confidence in the world with Bob Arum, who I believe right now is the only thing holding Shakur back because there's a bunch of fighters at 130 and 135 that Arum has on the contract that he could easily put Shakur in with. So. There's nothing that's signed as of now for him. He he wants to fight the winner of Miguel Burchelt versus Oscar Valdez, but he says he's willing to fight Lomachenko while waiting for that fight. Let's get it done. <laughs> yeah. All right. Well, let's do it. So uh, I guess we can uh, wrap it up here, man. Unless there's anything else you want to. Let people know about upcoming fights. Those are everything. Uh, There are no major big-time fights in the month of January, so we'll be going back to our greatest performances in boxing history. Finally, we'll get to do Luis Rodriguez two weeks from now. Next week, we'll go back to Logan's movie reviews. We've been away from that for a minute. Logan, I was shocked. And check it out because it's on streaming. It's it's available on, on, on streaming services right now. Remember the the the, the travesty that Godfather Three was. Yeah. Francis Ford Coppola went back and re-edited it, and it's called Godfather Copa. It's out right now, and he did a masterful job of this re-edit. He took out a bunch of scenes. He took out a bunch of scenes involving his daughter cut that shit, shredded it. So while she still has a presence that affects this movie, you, you, you can't erase her character. She's an integral part of the movie. But he deleted a bunch of her scenes. And instead, the movie is completely based around Al Pacino, who was incredible. And when you see this remake, this re-edit of Godfather 3, the focus of the movie, which was which was totally impaired by Sofia Coppola's role as Mary in the original edit, the re-edit shows you the brilliance of Al Pacino as Michael Corleone in what I consider, in the history of movies, the greatest character ever in the history of movies is Michael Corleone. And you see the transformation of Corleone from the first two movies where he he's no longer as cold as he is. And when I first saw it, I thought it was 
Al Pacino overacted, but no, I was affected by Sofia Coppola's uh, acting and the her lack under, of Robert her Duvall. underacting <laughs> and the lack and the lack of Robert Duvall in the movie. Had Robert Duvall been in the movie, it would have been a classic, but uh, he wasn't in the movie, and they had to kill his character off off screen. But but why? Because he wanted more money or something? I don't know what it was. Yeah. I mean, I don't I don't know. I do not know. Coppola and Duvall have an incredible past. They've done a lot of Apocalypse Now, a bunch of shit together. So I don't know what happened. I'd have to look into that. Then I'll know by the time we do the review next week, Godfather Coppola. But Al Pacino, and I'll save the rest for it, was sensational. It was true to the character, and you could see elements of the old Michael with the more... With with the more mature, uh, a man who comes to term, terms with the evils he's done in life. So Godfather Copa, do the uh, listeners do not watch Godfather three. Don't get that version. Get the new version. Godfather Copa, on, on available now on streaming platforms. Um, you might have to go to a movie site to see it or one of those paid movie sites, but. Logan, I highly recommend it. Coppola did his magic. This should have been Godfather 3. That's the shit he put out. Yeah, well, um, it, it's it's funny because Godfather 3 came out at the same year as Goodfellas. And it's just, I think it got eclipsed by that, you know? Oh, and it's funny, right? Al Pacino got a Best Acting um, nomination, Oscar nomination. And at the time, I criticized it. After watching this movie, oh hell yeah, he deserved that fucking nomination. Did they did they have um, extra scenes that weren't in the original put into this one? I don't I don't know because uh, Godfather yep. Three I try to put 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 in a, <laughs> in, in the section of my mind called Erasure. So I don't know. <laughs> Says for No, <laughs> yeah, deletion in the deletion pile. You know, but uh, if they did, it it, it was well, it was well, this movie's well done. You, I it's still might... the third, it's still the third of the three. It, it's still nowhere near one and two are picture perfect movies. This movie still has flaws, but just Pacino's performance and um, Diane Keaton's performance was tremendous as well, and um, Andy Garcia, Andy Garcia's performance is overrated. Because he overacted, it was good, but it's overrated. Because he, he 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 tries too hard. Pacino's not trying. That's the sign of a, of a legend. He's not trying. He's just he's being Pacino. Yeah, <laughs> he I knows mean, his role so well. He knows his role so well that it's just like you know putting on a yeah yeah. All right, man. So that'll be our movie uh, podcast. So we'll do that next week. Remember. Godfather Coda, not Godfather Three. Godfather Coda. Those those two different. I mean, it's, he and, and, and we'll talk about the scene. If, if you remember, if I remember any differential, but I'm not going back to watch Godfather Three. Uh, I, I, I think I'm going to watch the original just to see the difference. Okay. Um, yeah, you do that so. for the show because I, I I can't do it. But uh, I was mesmerized. I put it on the other day, six o'clock in the morning, while I'm cleaning up around the apartment. And I stopped cleaning because Pacino just, I gravitated towards Pacino's performance, which I didn't do the first time. So 
We'll cool, see man. what Logan thinks. We'll see what the listeners think. Happy New Year, Logan. Happy New Year to everybody out there. Because the next time you hear us will be after January 1st, January 3rd. Right, and and that will be with uh, what? Uh, greatest performances, right? No, no. Uh, uh, well, the Logan's movie reviews is next week. The week after will be greatest performances, Luis Rodriguez. Luis Rodriguez, that's right. So, yeah, so on this show, that's, our next show will be Luis Rodriguez's greatest performances. All right, one Silva, happy new year, Merry Christmas, and it's been another great year of the show, and we'll be back next year with more great stuff. So to talk to you then, man. Peace. Talk to you next week. Peace. Next week. Peace. Thanks, everybody, for listening. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day, lo. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW group. Void prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.